Father, we thank you so much for the Word of God today. We thank you for speaking to us and for ministering to us on this very important subject on stronger. We thank you, Father, for the Word of God going forth freely. And Lord, that you will be glorified in this time that we have together. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. So our text for this series is Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. So if you'd like to turn there, go right ahead. Proverbs, the 18th chapter and the 14th verse. Of course, in the King James Version, it says that the strong or the spirit of a man, amen, will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. Now notice with me in the Amplified Version, it says the strong spirit of a man will sustain him, it will bolster him, it will help him, it will lift him up. Not only when we experience physical attacks, but also when we face trouble of any kind. I believe that's important for you and I in this day, in this hour, to do as we talked about last week, to be strong in the Lord, to be empowered through our union with Him, and in the power of His might for the last of the last days. Amen. So now, in order for us to be strong, we are so happy that we've got a great trainer that will take us into the school of the Spirit and teach us how to grow strong and remain strong in the Lord and the power of His mind. And that is the Holy Ghost. You know, the Bible says that we are train our, to train ourselves to be godly. Another translation says that we are to exercise daily in God. And we talked just for a moment at the end of last week's message that there are many things that we try to do when we should be in training to do. It's like trying to run a marathon without training for a marathon. Or trying to play the violin without getting any violin training. That would hurt, would it not? So training then involves a, a skill of behavior that can be learned or improved through practice and instruction over the period of time. What training denotes is this. Training denotes consistency. I've discovered this. Progress in my life does not come by trying. Progress always comes by training. And I believe that we said this last week as well, that our habits will determine our future. And our character is shaped by our habits. See, the problem is, is people wander instead of working. In this life, we will arrive at our future destination either by design or by default. What we did or what we failed to do. How many of you know that not everything in life happens because that is beyond our control? We must discipline ourselves day by day. And one of those disciplines is starting our day out in training with God. We're not talking about perfection. We're talking about showing up and giving our heart and giving our best effort. Gloria Copeland said this years ago. She said the secret to our future is hidden in our daily routine. An anointed daily routine produces glorious results. So what we want to do today is we want to look at a major component in our training that will help us to grow strong. So turn in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, the first chapter. 
And I'm going to look at verses 1 through 8. It says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, and he said this, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now I want you to get up and go over this Jordan, thou and all the people unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. I want you to pay particular attention to this phrase, the land that I do give them. Now notice with me in verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. Was it important for his feet to tread upon the land that God had given? You see, God has given us great and exceeding wonderful and precious promises, but we must land on those promises, believe those promises, speak those promises, and act on those promises for the land that God has given us to become a reality in our lives. Amen? I like this, this phrase, making your redemption a reality by putting your feet on the promises of God. Amen? And so every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Now notice in verse 4, From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. So he's outlining for them what this land is. Now notice in verse 5, I want you to read verse 5 with me, please. Ready, read. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee. Isn't that a great promise? He told you, by the way, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never relax his hold on you. He will not leave you without support. Isn't that good news? Oh, hallelujah. Now notice, I want you to notice these phrases in these next few verses. In verse 6, it says, Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. So we see, be strong. Verse 7, only be thou strong and very courageous. So we see here, the land has been given, but in order for Joshua to lead them in to the land of promise, he himself needed to be strong. How many of you know it's important for leaders to be strong? Well, I'm looking at an auditorium full of leaders. I believe it with all my heart. I'm looking at an auditorium full of ministers. You are leading something. Amen. Amen. And so he says here, be strong and be of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe, now notice, to do according to all the law which my, my, Moses my servant commanded thee. Then he says, don't turn to the left, don't turn to the right. 
that you may prosper wherever you go. Did you know that your prosperity and your increase is tied to you being strong? Your prosperity and your increase is tied to you being courageous. It is the strong spirit of a man that will receive and walk in all that God has provided. Amen. So now notice, he tells him, be strong. And then he tells him a very important key to being strong. I believe if it's a key for Joshua, it's a key for me. And it's a key for you. Notice with me in verse 8. He said, now Joshua, this book of the law. Now if this was written to us today, it would be our name, the word of God shall not depart out of thy mouth. In other words, Joshua, it's important for you to find my word and get my word in your mouth. In other words, I want you to speak the same thing that I've said about the land, that it's yours and you're going to go up and you're going to go possess it at once. Amen. This word shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Thou shalt meditate therein how often meditate therein day and night this will enable you to observe to see all that is written therein you'll be able to do what I've called you to do then he says as you do this you will make your way prosperous And you will have good success. No doubt about it. Joshua, if you will be a man after my own heart, and you will meditate in my word by day and by night, you will make your way prosperous, and you will deal wisely in all the affairs of this life. I'm interested in that. How about you? So he wanted Joshua to be strong and successful And he wants you and he wants me to be strong and be successful. And then in verse 9, he says this, Have not I commanded you, be strong, there it is again, and of a good courage. And then he says, be not afraid. The stronger you are, the less fear you will have. The stronger your spirit becomes, the less fear will be a part of your life. In other words, you will repel fear by being strong in Him. Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. Why? For the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. Aren't you glad that He's with you? How many of you are with Him? Aren't you glad that He's for you? Are you for him? Aren't you glad that he's in you? Woo, glory to God. Nothing shall be impossible for the greater one lives on the inside of you and the inside of me. That's good news. So we're going to talk a few moments this morning about meditation. Meditation. It's so important for you and I, first of all, to know what it is, to know how to do it, Because meditation is how you and I receive from God. It's how we partake in 
what James 1.21 says, the engrafting process. Let's look at James 1.21 and let's look at this word engrafting. James 1.21 says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, be not naughty, as the nuns used to say, and receive with meekness the what? Receive with meekness the engrafted word or the implanted word, which is able to do what? So as you and I receive this engrafted word, it then saves our souls. Oh, glory to God. When you and I, with meekness, receive the word of God, here's what happens. It gets, ingrant, it gets engrafted in you. In other words, you become one with the word of God. When we partake of this engrafting process, I am telling you, through meditation in the word of God, nothing shall be impossible to you. Your mind, your will, your emotions will be restored. The word of the Lord is perfect. It will convert your soul. It'll change the way that you think. Amen. Now, how many of you want to know what the word meditate means? Y'all, you just got to look it up in the dictionary. The word meditate simply means to talk with yourself. You know, some people think you're crazy if you talk to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. Don't you? I talk to myself in the morning. I talk to myself in the afternoon. I talk with myself all day long. Well, what kind of conversation are you having? I'm having word conversations. <clears throat> Sometimes I'll say, Mark, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mark, you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. Mark, did you know this? That you're full of wisdom. The greater one lives in you today, Mark. Glory to God. So one of the definitions to meditate <clears throat> is to talk with yourself, to mutter, to cogitate. We could say it this way, that it's an inward and outward conversation. It means to study. It means to chew over. It means to think over. It means to ponder. It means to muse it means to reflect. It means to mull over. It means to speculate. I like the word cogitate. Everyone say cogitate. The word cogitate means to think deeply, to think out, to think up, to dream up, and to hatch. In other words, this is not just something that happens in your mind. This is something that happens in your spirit. Your spirit has an imagination. And in our spirits, as we receive the engrafted word, we begin to see pictures of the realities of our redemption. We see what God is saying to us, not just in our mind's eye, but we see it in our spirit. And when you see what God says is yours in your spirit, it begins to paint a picture to where you see yourself healed. You see yourself the head and not the tail. You see yourself debt free. 
you see your family prospering. You see your church increasing. You see on the inside what God has told you is yours all along. And it won't be long till what's on the inside shows up on the outside. So dream up. Think up. Ponder. Mutter. Cogitate. Declare. And let God be God in your life. Amen. Say with me, the Holy Ghost paints a picture of my redemption until I see myself with what he says is mine. How many of you know that there's a great difference between information and revelation? What's revelation? Revelation knowledge is knowledge that's beyond your intellect. It's knowledge that gets down on the inside of you. Revelation knowledge is knowledge that is revealed to your inner man, to your spirit man. To where what you've been hearing becomes real on the inside. Anybody ever experienced that before? I experienced that with the fact that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. For a long time it was up here. But there came a day when that right standing with God, that picture was formulated in my spirit. And you cannot beat it out of me because I know that I have right standing with God just as if I've never sinned before. Amen. And so, to go then from information to revelation. You know, knowledge puffs up. You know, people that, that, that you know, think they have a lot of knowledge and are trying to impress people with knowledge. That's, that's an entrance and that's the door to pride. Well, I know the Hebrew and I know the Greek and I know this and I know that. But do you know Jesus? Amen. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him as your healer? Do you know him as your baptizer in the Holy Ghost? Do you know him as your God in the midnight hour? Amen? Thank God for Hebrew. Thank God for Greek. Nothing wrong with knowing that. But primarily, we need to know him and the power of his resurrection. So listen very carefully. To go from information to get to revelation, there needs to be some meditation. I believe this, that meditation is the bridge to revelation. Never said that before. Say this with me. Meditation is the bridge for revelation. That's why I encourage you, and I do it for you several, several times a week, and I do it for myself several times a week. I encourage you to take that prayer in Ephesians and pray it fervently over your life. If you want to get to a place of revelation, to where you start seeing some things on the inside, to our glory to God, it cannot be taken from you. Begin to pray Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and verse 18. And I want to look at that verse in the Amplified Version, and we're going to act on that right now. Anybody interested in doing that? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and verse 18. Pray with me, for I always pray. That the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, Father of glory, I'm asking you, sir, to grant me a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight, mysteries, and secrets 
in the deep and intimate knowledge of you. Verse 18. Lord God, may the eyes of my understanding, woo, hallelujah, be flooded with light. How many of you know the entrance of his word brings what? It brings light. When you pray this prayer on a consistent basis, on a regular basis, the Bible will become a different book to you. You will go from the waiting stage into the flood stage where there's a flood of light, a flood of revelation coming to your spirit, affecting your soul and transforming your whole life. Hallelujah. Pray with me, Lord God. May my eyes, my spirit man, be flooded with light so that I can know and understand the hope the power, the revelation of resurrection, which is available to me, for I am a believer. So ask him on a regular basis to open your eyes. How many of you know you can have eyes and not see? And you can have ears and not hear? So again, meditation Also, I love this definition, means to chew it over and over. You know, animals like cows, they chew the cud. Animals chew the cud. Why is that? Because when it goes down into the first area of the stomach, it is only partially digested. And then they bring it up. The word is regurgitate. From their first stomach, they've got four chambers there, and they chew it, and they call that ruminating. How many of you have ever noticed, anybody ever seen a cow before? What about the rest of you? You ever seen a cow and it looks like they're always chewing on something? The reason is, cows need to chew their food twice in order to digest it properly. Cows spend about eight hours out of every day just chewing the cud. Well, if a cow can chew the cud, we can chew the word. I said we can chew the word. We can ponder on the Word. We can muse on the Word. We can reflect on the Word. We can think on the Word. We can meditate on the Word of God. Those are all related words to chewing the cud. You know, doctors say that you should chew your food 32 times. See, some of you are done eating by the time someone takes a bite of food. I can remember going out with a famous minister, Norval Hayes. We were over at uh, Skoma's in San Francisco, and he was preaching. And we took him over there, and he ordered some fried shrimp. And it took him about two and a half hours to eat. He would take a bite and... I mean, I'm patient and everything, but I had some calls to make. So I left Brenda at the table. I went outside and made some calls. Well, at any rate, supposed to 32 times so that you can digest it properly before you swallow. There's benefits of eating slowly. Well, if that's true in the natural, there's benefits of eating God's Word. 
The master said that man shall not live by bread alone. Come on, somebody. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, Jeremiah said, thy words were found and I did eat them and they were unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Why? For I am called by your name. God's word is faith food and it is meant to be eaten. If you could see in the spirit on Tuesday and Wednesday night, I'm going to have a great big spiritual bib on. And I'm going to be on the front row and I'm going to be ready to eat. Hallelujah. The Bible says if you be willing and obedient, you're going to eat what? The good of the land. That's not just hamburgers and hot dogs and ribeye steaks. The good of the land and eating the good of the land is eating the best of the best from God's very choice servants and God's very best. Come on, somebody. So bring God's word up by speaking it. Bring it up over and over and over again. I'm going to tell you this. When we begin to do this, the air is going to get very rare. The air is going to get extremely rare. Because not everyone is going to want to climb that mountain. Folks, what we're talking about today in this series is more than just singing in the choir. I sang in the choir. They got really excited during church. I kicked my leg. But what are you going to do Monday afternoon? There's more to it than just shouting. There's more to it than just dancing. This, my brothers and sisters, must become a way of life. To partake in this, we must do our part. You have a part to play. So meditate means to mutter God's word. It means to let it dwell in you richly. I can remember back in the 70s when uh, I went down to Oklahoma to check Rama out. This is before I met Brenda. I was driving back on 35W from Oklahoma and I believe it was in Iowa that I stopped at a truck stop and there were some of these, uh, I don't know what they call them, they used to wear a ponytail here, back here. They were in some sort of a cult and they were heavy meditators. Heavy meditators. You ever heard of transcendental meditation? You got to be aware of transcendental meditation. You don't know what you're going to connect with. Are you listening to me? Watching the news last night, some, some witch trying to put a curse on somebody in government. How many of you know you cannot curse whom God is blessed? Amen. So Christian, <laughs> Christian meditation is not sitting on the floor with your legs crossed, humming to yourself, and emptying your mind. There's an art to meditation. And when you learn to do it properly, it draws His wisdom and His supernatural strength into your spirit. And I'm telling you, it will produce amazing results. And you do not have to be weird to do this. You can meditate while you're on a bicycle. You can meditate at Safeway this afternoon. You can meditate on the way to work. 
You can meditate at work. How many of you know when you put God's word first place in every portion, in every part of your life, it is going to make a huge difference in your life. Meditate on the word of God. And you're going in and you're coming out. Find some scriptures that you can just connect with. And that you can just hook up with. For example, if you're tempted to have the flu during the flu season, get yourself some healing scriptures. And during the day, begin to say, thank God, Jesus, you took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. By his stripes, I am healed. Thank you, Lord, that I am well I'm strong. I am the healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How many of you are believing God for finances? That should be about 100% of us, right? Glory to God. We're believing God, aren't we? Well, a scripture that you can hook up with and just meditate and chew on and think about all day long is Philippians 4.19. What does Philippians 4.19 say? Hallelujah. My God shall supply half your need. No, he'll supply all you need. How will he do it? He'll do it according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I was working out the other day. Little fellow pulled up a mat, and I'm sure that he was praying. And he wasn't praying to Jesus, he was praying to Allah. And the guy next to me on a little bike was kind of making a funny noise. So I had my iPad open. I figured if they can make noises, I can make noises. <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna, I'm not gonna let them outdo Jesus in the workout place. So I began speaking in tongues. No, I didn't speak in tongues at the top of my voice, but glory to God, I demand at least equal time. If he can be on that mat praising Allah, I can be on that mic, on the bike praising Jesus. Amen. No, I didn't have a microphone. They may, they may not have heard me. They may have heard me. It doesn't matter to me. Amen. I go through my devotions when I'm working out. I pray for you when I'm working out. Might as well kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Glory to God. So we don't have to be religious with this. Wherever you are, by day. Come on, guys. You can do this. You can speak the word. You can think the word. You can reflect the word. You can declare how this word applies to me. You can do it. We must do it. If we're going to go from another degree of strength to strength, one key is meditating in God's word. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at Psalms 1. <laughs> Woo, glory. Well, you know, I've done it again. I've already preached myself happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalms 1. Blessed, happy, to be envied is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, say it with me, my delight, my delight. is in the word of God. And in his word... I do meditate day and night. In other words, I'm chewing on Scripture day and night. Now, there are benefits for this. Not only will you get strong, but what, look what happens in verse 3. 
And he shall be. And you shall be. And you shall be like a tree planted, glory to God, by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. Your leaf ain't going to wither. And whatever we do, whatever I do is going to prosper. Meditation is the bridge to revelation. Meditation positions you for greater prosperity. Then turn to me to Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 through 8. Now notice this with me in the Amplified Version. I don't know if we have it up there or not. But notice it says, Most blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in, and relies on the Lord, whose hope and confidence the Lord is. For he shall be, everyone say, I shall be. This is a companion scripture of Psalms 1. For he shall be, we shall be, like a tree planted by the rivers, the waters, that spreads out its roots by the river, and shall not even see and fear when heat comes. Oh, the heat's coming. But when you're grounded and rooted and settled through meditating in the word of God, there's no fear here. But its leaves shall be green. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought. Neither shall it cease yielding fruit. I believe this morning that I'm looking at a congregation of fruit bearers. I'm not looking at flaky Christians. I'm not looking at flaky Christians. I'm looking at fruit bearing Christians. I'm not looking at a fruitless congregation. I'm declaring that we are a fruitful congregation. Man, you should say amen on that. The message says, serene and calm through the droughts, bearing fresh fruit every season. Here's what Paul told Timothy. He gave Timothy a lot of instruction. And at the end of one of the instructions that he gave Timothy, he said, now look at Timothy, here's what I want you to do. You've heard what I've said. Now meditate upon these things and give yourself wholly to them. Notice with me that thy profiting may appear to all. Hallelujah. Listen very carefully. When a tree is well watered, you know, you're getting well watered today. It's evident to all. Why? Because you can see the fruit and you can see the green leaves. In the same way, those that are around you will be able to receive the, see the results of God's Word working in your life. Part of the fruit of meditation is revelation, but it is also blessing, health, and peace. And my brothers and sisters, that is extremely tangible. Your profiting can appear to all. And guess what? God gets all the glory for whatever profiting comes into our lives. And in closing, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Don't let me forget to receive the offering today. Offering ought to be really, 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 really good today after a really, really good sermon like this. To God be the glory. Amen? 1 Peter chapter 1. 
Notice with me in verse 3 and 4, looking at the King James Version. It's according as His divine power has given you all things to pertain to this life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him that has called you to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these promises we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did I tell you First Peter? I meant Second Peter. You know, I haven't perfected that yet. But that's all good. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Just pull it up there. We've already read it. But my closing statement is this. When you are speaking God's Word, and you're pondering it, muttering it, and turning it over, digesting it, dreaming it, all these great and precious promises you'll begin to draw up power and strength from because you're like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Put your hand over your heart and pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I've heard a good word today. I choose to stop meditating, to stop thinking on things that do not promote peace. But I choose to meditate and to think upon and to speak the very thoughts of God. Your word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. And through meditation, I establish it in my heart. And so I pray, Lord, the eyes of my heart May they be continually flooded with light. And I give you glory for it. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And you will see things you've never seen before. And you will come to know some things that your heart has longed to know. For the spirit of seeing and the spirit of knowing shall come into your life in a greater way as you give yourself wholly to my word and wholly to meditation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Answers. This is what the spirit is saying. Answers will come. Things you've wondered about. Things you haven't seen. Things you haven't known how to do or what to do. Answers will come. They will come by my spirit. For as that flooding of light comes, more light comes. For in my light, saith the Lord, more light will come. And part of being directed by me is part of you being flooded with light. You'll see... As you meditate in me, and as you fix your thoughts upon me and upon my word, things, as it were, will seemingly come right out of the blue. But it's not coming out of the blue. It's coming from the inside of you. Oh, and the wisdom of God will flow, and you will know what to do. Your mind will see. Your heart should be glad. 
and your days of heaven on earth shall be a reality for thee. Amen. Glory to God. Just lift up your hands and thank Him. Glory to God. Paso Ramate. Go ahead and pray a little bit, guys. Pray, pray, pray. Paso Renene. Andaleve Jezi Dalabaridi. Hamolo Poco Sistelebede. Haraboto Shedebede. Mangala Paso Ridishe. Yeah. Colossians put it like this Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Glory to God. Hmm. Hallelujah. It's, it's a lot bigger than I can even articulate in English. So let's just pray in the Holy Ghost for a moment. Pray celebrande le deshe lebare. O ravandise panaya. Ninja digo labra dandese tatonde. Ha 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 ha. No more hidden things. No more things that are fenced in. Hallelujah. Meditation will bring you to revelation, not only of that which you're speaking, but it'll bring revelation to areas of your life that you sought after and you've looked for. And it shall come to pass, saith the Lord. For the lights are on. And the entrance of my word and my spirit will give you light and direction. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Glory to God. For the wisdom of God is there. And wisdom is yours for the taking. Wisdom is yours for the receiving. Say with me, I believe that I receive the wisdom of God. See, you're, you, you may be just opening your Bible one morning. And you say, you know what, I'm going to act on what Pastor Mark taught. I'm going to cogitate for a while. And you'll find a verse, you'll latch on to that verse, you'll connect with that verse. And then the Spirit of the Lord will begin to talk to you about some other things. Hallelujah. I like to call them add-ons. I said add-ons. Think about this. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. May revelation be added to you. May greater wisdom be added to all of us. Hallelujah. May direction be added to us. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands and say, I believe it. I receive it. It's mine. It's mine. I rejoice. And I have it now. Ha, ha, ha. That's how inventions come to people, you know. That's how inventions come to people. Huh, just was there. I just, okay, that's it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. That's how inventions have come over the years. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a candidate. How about you? I'm a candidate for greater wisdom, for greater insight. Thank you, Lord. So be it. Now, Father, we approach your word today with thank you, thankfulness. We thank you for the ability, the ability and the privilege to give. We rejoiced that you have marked us with blessing.